Turn around, fuck it all the way up. Dust it down, turn around, fuck it all the way up. Bust it down, turn around, fuck Look, it. Let's get it straight, girl. You don't need a nigga for nothing. Looking better every day. Facts, don't need a nigga for nothing. You already know that. Uh, the song of today is backing it up. I am obsessed with this song. It's by a dude. His name is Perdison Fontaine. I'm probably butchering that, but it's featuring Cardi B. It's called Backing It Up, and it is a vibe, okay? Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. Missed you like crazy. Let's hop into the show. So since we chatted last about cuffing season, what has been going on in my life, honey? Cuffing season. That's what's been going on in my life. I, I mean, I'm booked over here, so I haven't gotten a chance to record with you guys. Um, other than that, you know about Romeo, the love of my life, my seven-year-old Dalmatian. He got into a ridiculous fight, and I thought I was going to lose my dog, y'all. So I was, like, in the house, caked up with Romeo, um, getting him to feel better. He's fantastic. Thanks for everybody that reached out to me to check on him. Um, and also, it is Black Friday, Cyber Monday preparation time for my business, for electric87.com. Um, if you're not familiar, get familiar. I will link it for you in the show notes. But as entrepreneurs know, like, Anybody that's in retail, you know that Black Friday, Cyber Monday is the biggest four days of your life. And um, I have been literally swamped. I have not left my computer shit for weeks. I, I, I don't have a chance to do anything. But take care of Romeo. Run Cyber Monday um, preparations and get rich or get drunk trying uh, in the process. So forgive me for missing you guys for like two weeks in a row. Like, seriously, I need to get my shit together. My bad. Um, and because, you know, I am irresponsible, I am going to be in the Middle East during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So I will be running all my sales, running my promotions, running customer service, running the entire store from my phone uh, in Abu Dhabi. So I'm super excited for that trip. But God damn, like, why do I do this to myself? I wait for the biggest four days of the year for my business to go back to the Middle East. Like, oh God, I'm just irresponsible. But you know, I went to Dubai in September and I just loved it so much that I'm thirsty to go back. That's what it really boils down to, thirst. So I'm taking my ass back, and it's going to be Liddy AF. Uh, stay tuned on Instagram for the Metro Booming post that will be coming up. Um, I'm going out there for the Formula One race, and if you're not familiar with the Formula One race, get familiar. It is one of the biggest events on the planet. Um, they do it in multiple cities, and I believe the one I'm going to is the finale in um, in Abu Dhabi. So that is going to be interesting. But really, you know, that's why I became an entrepreneur. That's why I chose the business that I'm in, which is online uh, fashion retail, because I wanted to be able to run my business from my phone. That was my dream. I love to travel. I love to have the flexibility to make my own schedule. I love not having to rely on 
you know, the concept of trading dollars, trading hours for dollars, you know, that it just ain't for me. Once I discovered my entrepreneurial spirit, I knew I could never go back. Um, I mean, I'm still working part time until my business is where I want it to be. I haven't pulled the trigger and quit my job completely, but I have scaled back significantly because entrepreneurship is, is my wave. Like, and it's not for everybody, obviously, but it's for me. And the deeper I got into that journey of starting my own brand, learning what it took uh, to run a business on your own and not having any fail safes, any plan B, any support, as difficult as it is, I love it. It literally keeps me up at night in the best possible way. Like I'm up four and five o'clock in the morning working on my business because I love it. And that's the passion that you have to have for your brand. And, you know, people ask me all the time, like, so when are you going to do brick and mortar? Like, when are you going to do a physical retail location? And the answer is never. I mean, you know, somebody bring this podcast back up to me when I'm opening my first fucking store. Because, you know, when you say never, like, shit don't work out like that. But I don't have any plan or any ambition, honestly, to have a physical store. Uh, If you don't know, retail is dying. Retail is dying every day. It's a fucking dinosaur. It's not um, anything like it has been in the past 200 years. You know, we talked about this on the last episode of Sears, huge company, one of the biggest in the world uh, as far as retail goes, is shutting down. It's going bankrupt and it's going under because retail is dying. It is a dinosaur that is um, going to be extinct sooner than you know it. Like in our lifetime, like shopping will never be like it used to be. Shopping malls are not being built anymore. It just ain't going down like that. So to have a physical retail location is not my dream. I love that I can run my entire, literally my entire business from my cell phone. Um, and that was just my dream. I always wanted to have that flexibility. So that's what I'm doing. So that is why I have not been with you guys, uh, like clockwork, like I usually am because black Friday is coming up, honey. And I need to get these coins. (laughs) I need all of them. And that's, uh, electric87.com. If you are interested in shopping with me, I will be providing all the links in the show notes and it's going to be some bomb ass sales all black Friday and some new merchandise. So get with it. Now, hold on, have a sip of this because I'm stressed. This is, um, I'm drinking Riesling right now, so rock with me, Joe. <laughs> this is a Chateau Saint-Michel, so if you're interested, this is a bomb-ass Riesling, and it's super cheap. It's like $10 a bottle, but it's a fire. Um, Prime 112 put me onto this like many, many moons ago. Anywho, anywho, anywho. So the topic that is on the tip of everyone's tongues this week is the tomfoolery that is my state of Florida. Um, as you know, I live in Miami, beautiful Miami Beach, literally fucking paradise. But we are ratchet AF and we constantly cannot get our shit together. And the reason I say that today is because here we are. It is Monday. Um, the last day to vote was Tuesday, November 6th. Today is Monday. What is today's date? Hold on. Let me look today. Oh, the 12th. It is Monday, November 12th. And we still do not have answers 
to who Florida's next governor will be. The Senate race and the governor's race are both currently being recounted. Like literally as we speak, millions of ballots have been um, submitted and yet leave it to Florida to fuck it up. Early voting, voting by mail, physically taking your ass in there on November 6th. And nope, here we are pretty much a week later. Still can't figure our shit out. Why? Because the race was so close and, um, you know, news outlets were calling it, but it's so close, excuse me, that it has triggered a mandatory recount. So right now the race that everybody's really having their eye on is the race for governor. And it is from Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis. So if Andrew Gillum wins, he will be the first black governor of the state of Florida. So, you know, obviously that's monumental. And everyone's rooting for him, at least I am. And um, it's a big deal, just in general. Like, his, I line up with his politics, so that's uh, who I voted for. Forget him being black, that's just a bonus. But I agree with his standpoints. And either way, the race is being recounted. Because initially, it was called for Ron DeSantis, but it's just too close to call. So here we are a week later. And the Senate is in the same position with Bill Nelson and Rick Scott. So... I don't know what's going on. Like all eyes have been on Florida this week um, for us just traditionally not having our shit together. And you know what contributes to this is like the fact that there is a two party system is just a joke. Like this is not what our forefathers had in mind when they decided on democracy for our government. But that's just what it is. We are in a two party system. You're either going to vote Democratic or you're going to vote Republican, period. We don't have a strong system of independence. We, we really don't. Um, so it's just not as easy to work with the third party in this manner. And I mean that like in the nicest possible way. So when you go vote and you have two options, you have several options, but really, really you have two options and you do something dumb, like write in, uh, Gucci Mane as your vote for governor. This is how shit irons out and a week later you don't have a governor why because you thought it was cute and you thought it was funny to vote for harambe and now we out here in the struggle with no governor because it's zero what is it 0.41 percent is like the lead um in the governor's race which is ridiculous because you know what that is you know that that's people voting for um people you never heard of people who got 17 ballots people who have no business running for governor and y'all that are voting for ice cream sundays you guys we're too old like this is the stage of the game where the votes are really affecting us are really serious our voices matter this is how things are going to affect your everyday life it is important you cannot be from the perspective of every vote does not count because it's not true because here they are a week later literally counting them by hand as we speak because every vote counts now the corrupt politicians um such as our president are trying to make it seem like there's voter fraud going on and that's the only reason that this recount is even happening because of course he is siding with his uh republican homeboys and there's just no way that um, Andrew Gillum could possibly win this race. It has to be fraud. That's the only reason that this is coming up. When in fact, 
not one county in Florida has reported any instances of voter fraud because we know the president, he just throws shit out there and hopes that it'll stick, but it's not going to stick because we will continue to call him out on his lies and continue to educate ourselves. So the deadline for this entire recount situation is this coming Thursday, the 14th. Um, Hopefully we will have concrete answers on what's what and we can move forward with governing our beautiful state of Florida. Uh, It's wild too, though, as I was like reading about this particular situation, I was reminded of the 2000 election of Bush versus Gore. And um, that one was insane as well, because I don't know if you recall, but in 2000, when Bush and Gore were running against each other, there had to be a recount then as well for the fucking presidency. There had to be a recount. And guess what state was responsible for that recount? Good old Florida once again coming through with the shenanigans. And it took five weeks for all of Florida to be recounted. And the vote wound up going to, as we remember, President Bush. Yeah. Fun fucking times those were. I mean, come on. Like, and you know what's wild though? The more shenanigans, the more BS, the more hate, the more racism that we get out of Trump, you really reflect on Bush and you're like, hmm, wasn't that bad. Wasn't as terrible as we thought he was just in comparison to the fuckery that is Trump. So, mm, but imagine how different our lives would have been if we would have had President Al Gore. Imagine how progressive things would have turned out. Imagine how climate change, which these assholes don't even believe in, imagine how much progress we could have made in 18 years with the uh, laws that would have been implemented by Al Gore. I mean, God, like that's a sad thing to think about. What's done is done. It's over with now, but it's pretty freaking crazy. Just like this recent election, like the votes were super close, but people were wasting their votes on others because it just, we just are not in a position to have a strong independent party right now. So it's a two party system. When you're voting, keep that in mind. Yes, you might want to vote for a third choice, but shit is just too close these days. We cannot risk, we just cannot risk it. We cannot put ourselves in the same scenario that we were in for the 2016 presidential election. Okay. Oh, so by the next episode, hopefully I will have some uh, results for you guys and we will know exactly who our governor is. Like that presidential race was wild. Like Buddy won by 537 votes. Let that sink in. Like President Bush won by 537 votes and it's what 250 million people in America and 500 votes from 500 Floridians is uh what resulted in eight years of um you know fun times so that's how that goes and anyway though enough about the election but that was just really like on my mind a lot this week clearly So shifting gears for a minute here, I want to talk money talk. How dare somebody just text me when I'm in the middle of talking to y'all. Anyway, I want to talk money 
talk with you guys. It's time to get rich. And the best possible way to do that is compounding interest. Compounding interest is a gift from God. It truly is. I mean, most banks and finance and oh my god it's so fucking boring except the miracle of compounding interest like it's free money it's free money if nobody's told you this before let me tell you now it is free money and you need to get you some that is the get rich tip of the day is to drop everything, pull all your money out of those bullshit accounts you have. I don't give a damn what bank it is and move them to high yielding interest bearing accounts. OK, so I'm going to hit you with an example because I think that's the best way to really illustrate what I'm trying to explain to you. So simple interest works like this. So if you invest $10,000 for five years at 5% a year, with interest paid at the end of each term, you would earn $2,500 in simple interest after the five years. So that's 500 bucks for each year. And your total would be $12,500. Okay, does that make sense? Simple interest? Okay, I'm trying to paint this picture to you as like seamlessly as I possibly can. So that's cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Who doesn't want an extra 2,500 bucks? All right, cool, we booming. However, this is where the genius of compounding interest comes in. Now, let's say you took that same 10 grand and you put it for five years, same term, 5%, same interest rate, and you left that money alone, you would then earn $2,834 in compound interest after five years, taking you to a total of $12,834. So what that means is you could have put it in your regular simple compound account and earned $12,500 or you could have put it in a compound interest bearing account and earned $12,834. Now in this example obviously we're only talking about 300 bucks basically give or take but you have to look at this for the long term. Compounding is a long term strategy for wealth building. This is not the account that you use, you know, every time a vacation comes up. This is not the account you dip into when you want to buy a new lace wig. This ain't that. This is the granddaddy, leave it alone, don't touch it, started today and didn't even open it again until you were ready to retire account. What that means is over 20 years, over 30 years, over a long, long period of time, that first initial deposit is going to bear interest for you. And then when it's time to calculate your new account balance, that interest plus that initial deposit will be equated together to multiply even more interest. So it's just, it's making the numbers do numbers. Only poor people work for money. Rich people make their money work for them. You will literally be on the rat race wheel of bullshit your entire life if all you ever do is save. Saving is for poor people. I mean, let me just put it completely blunt, bluntly honest with you. Yes, you want to save. You always want to save. You want to have multiple savings accounts. But the importante the underline, the asterisk, the highlight is to make that money work for you. That is how you get out of poverty. That is how you get out of debt. That is how you build generational wealth for yourself, 
for your family, for your kids, and for their kids. Do not die and leave behind a fucking PlayStation for your kids. That's not going to work. And this is money that you need now. This is money you need later. This is money you're saving anyway. You're saving it anyway. Why not make it make more money for you? You know, they always say that the average um, millionaire has seven different streams of income. This is a stream of income because this is the definition of passive income. You're not doing anything to it. You just set it and forget it, literally. And then just keep chipping away. Keep adding more Throw $100 on there, throw $200 on there, throw $1,000 on there. Every time you get your tax return, reinvest it into one of these high yield accounts. Like stop putting money under the mattress. Don't save it for a rainy day in some dusty ass account that's just holding it for you when you can make it do numbers. You need to have your regular everyday checking account, your regular everyday savings account, and then absolutely positively for sure, a high yield compounding interest account. Um, I found some dope ones online. I will link this article I found explaining like a bunch of different banks and their offers to you. Um, there's a fantastic one called Marcus for, um, what is it? Goldman Sachs. I want to say like, don't quote me on that. Uh, yeah, Marcus by Goldman Sachs and their annual uh, percentage yield is 2.05. This is online banking. They usually give much better numbers than traditional like brick and mortar banks. Look into it. You can open that account online with as little as a dollar. Honey, there is no reason. I mean, now if you only put a dollar in it and in 30 years you have four dollars, Hell, that, you only put a dollar in there. I don't know what, what else you want me to do. But if you start really contributing to that account on a regular basis, I promise you that money will grow. It is magic. It is a gift from God, and there's no excuse not to use it. I mean, retirement age is, what, 65 or so? And then um, the average retirement length is 18 years. Do you want to be working forever? Do you want to work until you die or do you want to have some money to chill, to stack up with, to do fun things with and enjoy your life? So that is my get rich tip for this week. I think it's a phenomenal one. Compound interest is a miracle. I'm going to put compound interest on a T-shirt and just walk around and talk to people about it because they just don't know. So spread this word to your friends and your family. And now that we got the money right, it's time for our Get Drunk Trying Cocktail of the Week, honey. And you know, this is my favorite part of the show because I am a lush and I like to drink and I don't feel no way about it. And you should too. Grow up. Have a goddamn cocktail. Okay, so this week we are going to be making pumpkin pie martinis. I mean, let's, why not? Embrace your inner basic bitch. Throw on some Uggs, you know, Netflix, let's do it. Let's just have a pumpkin pie martini. Why not? It's fall. It's November. Let's get into it. So this one's super simple and bomb and delicious and uh, you need it in your life. So you want to take two ounces of vanilla vodka, preferably absolute. Like that's what I like. I like their vanilla vodka or mm, maybe... The Stoli one is decent, too. I think Kettle One makes a vanilla vodka as well. But anywho, vanilla vodka on deck, two ounces, two ounces of white creme de cacao, a quarter cup of heavy cream, 
and 1.5 tablespoons of pumpkin puree, a dash of ground nutmeg, and a container of graham cracker crust. That is what you need for this recipe. So first you're going to rim two martini glasses with the crushed graham cracker, and then you wanna take the pumpkin puree in a cocktail shaker with a couple of ice cubes and shake it like the rent is due, honey. Shake it, shake it like your fucking life depends on it because this pumpkin puree is super, super thick, thick as me. So you really have to put your back into it if you want it to come out, you know, shit liquid and, and creamy and soft for your martini. So you want to shake it up really, really good first to break it down a little bit. And then you want to strain that. And now you're going to add more ice plus your vanilla vodka plus your creme de cacao plus the cream and then shake it again really, 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 really well and strain it back into that graham cracker crust rim martini glass and you are all set super simple um this would go fantastically um at any of your holiday parties thanksgiving parties whatever because who does not like pumpkin flavors for the fall i personally love like sweet potato pie pumpkin pie uh, you know all pie because i like to eat so this would be really a crowd pleaser at your next function. Make sure you tell them that you got this recipe from the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. All right, guys, that's all I have for you this week. I love you like crazy. Make sure you like the show, review the show, subscribe to the show, and let me know your thoughts on everything we talked about this week. Again, you can email me at asia at getrichorgetdrunktrying.com. Find me on Twitter at the same. Find me on Instagram at the same. The website for the show, obviously, getrichorgetdrunktrying.com. I love you like crazy. And I will be talking to you again soon. Oh, and I'm in Atlanta this weekend, um, the 17th and the 18th. So if anybody from the A, any of my followers are going to be in Atlanta hitting the Falcons game, let me know. Like, let's link up. Let's have a cocktail in real life. Let's have a shot of 1942. Like, the fuck? Um, okay, love you guys, and I will see you next week. Bye.